when we look at others as beloved children of God and see that through our eyes, sometimes that gaze can remind them of something. Hi, I'm Colin, and welcome to The Tightrope, the podcast where we look for balance and clarity in the midst of this world that we live in. I don't think any short podcast will give you balance and clarity to last forever and ever. My hope, though, is that each week we can help you to take a step forward. Identity, purpose, and desire. Three words that I want to focus on this week in talking to all listeners and talking to listeners who are parents trying to figure out how to, how to motivate and, and develop children during these sort of strange, more than sort of, these very strange times. Words for those of us who are just doing some soul searching. Those uh, are words also for those of us who are looking to share the gospel during these, again, very strange times. Identity, purpose, and desire. There are also three words that I think point back very powerfully to the teaching of St. John Paul II, his theology of the body, which is not just a, a way for us to look at the teaching of the church with regard to sexuality, but a way for us to look at the teaching of the church with regard to who we are as human persons, created male and female, body and soul, in God's image and likeness. How it is that we are broken and where it is that we are broken and how it is that we can move forward. I think these are are questions that we ought to be asking ourselves. And if you're a parent and maybe you perked up because you're thinking, oh my gosh, I have teenagers who are are glued to screens compulsively and I'm trying to motivate them to to get out of bed. This has been a, a very difficult time. I'm very concerned. Or if you have littler kids like like I do, and you've really been more soul searching about their development because they've been in front of you and that that task of uh, of parenthood and education has become uh, much more in the forefront for you. That's that's our situation here. Uh, I have to I have to hand it to my wife Amy who had this just amazing breakthrough and uh, became the like super teacher this week um, for our kids uh, in a, in a way that uh, really blew me away. How is it that we motivate? We motivate by by looking at those three things. Whether we're talking about ourselves whether we're talking about um, younger children that we have, teenagers, or even when we're talking about evangelizing our peers. Let's, let's look at those three terms a little bit this week, and, and hopefully in this reflection we can find a way to, to root ourselves more firmly in our identity and our purpose, to get in touch with our, our deeper desires, and then find a way to allow those insights to inform our parenthood, to inform the way that we are, are friends to our peers, the way that we, we reach out to others in our community. At, at the very core, we are motivated by a sense of who we really are. And I've often gone back to this idea of amnesia. When we act badly, it's often because we've forgotten who we essentially are. And I know this is the case for for me. I, I think I've shared on this podcast that the first reading from the Bible that I ever did out loud um, was a, a reading in church. I think I was in maybe third grade, and it was First John chapter 3. It says, Beloved, see what love the Father has bestowed on us in letting us be called the children of God, yet that is indeed what we are. And I know that this is not a, a new idea for, for me or for you or for anybody to hear that we are children of God, but it is an entirely earth-shattering reality when we realize it in, on a deeper and deeper level of our hearts. We are the children of God. Our identity, who we really are, that is um, 
so much different than what we often operate out of. I know that if I am, I don't know, deep into a bag of Doritos or Zaps trying to make myself feel better, it's often because I've lost sight of that essential core identity. When I realize who I am, I often act with a lot more confidence and a lot more clarity, especially with regard to being a child of God, because there's a great security in knowing that that's who we are. Because if we are children of God, then he is a father and he is a perfect and loving father. And I don't know how to communicate this particularly well on a podcast, but I guess after this is over, pray about that a little bit. Ask that question. Say, Father, who am I? And allow God to speak that message with greater clarity to your hearts. And if he does that, then perhaps you will find ways to communicate that reality more effectively to your children, whatever age they are, and to effectively communicate that to to others. Uh, Maybe even in the way that you look at others. When we look at others as beloved children of God and see that through our eyes, sometimes that, that gaze can remind them of something in a powerful way. So number one, identity. We are the children of God. We are kings and queens of Narnia, to put it in a, a C.S. Lewis-y imaginative way. We are the, the beloved of God who have been, have been died for. We are members of the, the mystical body of Christ. That's who we are at the very center of our reality Allow that to soak in a little bit, as I am trying to allow that to soak in a little bit, especially um, especially in the midst of this. Number two, purpose. What is our purpose? If we are the children of God, if we are are in the world as as his beloved children, then our purpose is is to love and live as God loves and lives. And and we can find that sounds abstract, but we can find that purpose lived out in our homes in a deeper way, in the relationships that we have to others as mothers, fathers, as husbands, as wives, as as children of God, as, as children of our earthly parents, as brothers and sisters, purpose is found in relationship. And I think that maybe one of the biggest challenges that uh, I, I, I'll say it, teens have faced, especially in the midst of this, because it's what I've been thinking about this morning, is that, that that purpose is so often tied up in athletics and who teens are with regard to student council or or their youth group or or their team or even their friend group. And a lot of that has been disrupted. So there's this sense of maybe purpose purposelessness that has driven a lot of teens deeper into screens and has also unleashed a lot of anxieties and insecurities. Restoring a sense of purpose in the family might start with, and teens aren't going to like this, but it might start with some chores. Because you are a beloved son, a beloved daughter, you have a part to play in, in the well-being of this house and this home. I've, I've noticed this with my much littler kids that um, we were, were implementing a little bit of a, of a chore system and uh, my son was working toward a bike. Amy took um, a, a great lead on this too in, in giving them this big task to clean out our garage. And I noticed how much better uh, the behavior of my children was while they were, were working toward that end or that aim. So there's identity and then there's purpose. And think about it today for yourself. What is your purpose? Even if there are meaning, seemingly meaningless things, menial tasks that you have to do today, 
tie those into your identity and see the bigger purpose in the unloading of the dishwasher or in the paying of the bills or whatever it is that that you're doing. See that your purpose is rooted in your identity and your relationships. And then thirdly is this term desire. What do you really want? And you've probably thought about this before, but it's Jesus' opening line in the Gospel of John. Jesus starts with this question, what do you seek? What do you want? And of course, those, those early disciples aren't quite sure how to answer. They say, uh, where are you staying? And he says, come and see. What is it that you really want? And it goes back to those other two things. We want to be known and loved. We want to be the children of God. We want to be close to our heavenly father. We want to return to the love from which we came. We want to fulfill our purpose. We want to know that we are are loved. And we also want to know that what we are doing in the world, that we are what we are doing for others is, is good. And all of the distortions that, that sin gives us are distortions of identity and purpose. We sin because we're trying to put false identities together. We're trying to say, I'm this or I'm that, or this is my core identity, this is my core identity. Or we're trying to to find ways to to just sort of snuff out the the hurt that that's a necessary part of our quest to be restored to our full purpose and identity. And um, think about that today. The things that you pour yourself into to make yourself feel better, how much do they actually relate back to your identity and your purpose? Or are they snuffing it out? And I, I say this again with regard to um, to myself, to you, who's actually who's listening to this, because we have to be solid ourselves. You have to put an oxygen mask on before you can put it on anybody else. Um, but also with regard to people that are perhaps in your care or in your circle that you care about. Um, what is it that your kids really want? <laughs> if they're like whining and just saying more TV or more this or more that, or I need a snack, I need a snack. What is it that they really want? They want to be known and loved. They want to have a sense of purpose. And, and seeking after those core things often is a much longer task. It's not a task of instant gratification. It's a task of delayed gratification, but it is a much more satisfying journey. It's the kind that causes us to go to bed at night happy, tired. So I'm just um, going back to those, I guess, core basic principles of, uh, of living an integrated spiritual life, of, of being psychologically integrated, of, of thriving in our homes, in our families, in our jobs. And I'll say them again, identity, purpose, desire. Who are you? What is your, what is your goal? What are you for? And thirdly, what do you really want? And I think if we continue to reflect on these things and continue to allow God the Father to inform our hearts, then we're going to be a lot better at, at our hearts and our cores, more joyful, more free. And we're going to be a lot better as, as husbands and wives. We're going to be a lot better as parents. We're going to be a lot better as, as friends and, and evangelizers of, of the world at large if we know who we are, if we know what we're for, and if we know what we want. For Ascension, I'm Colin McIver, reminding you to take a step forward. 